What's going on, guys? AJ here back again with another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. I'm going to provide a tip right now that's going to be incredibly quick, incredibly sharp, incredibly um, consistent, honestly, because I I talked a lot about this in 2020. It's going right back to decision making. Um, I came across something uh, that I just thought was so valuable and I've talked about it so much, but I just want to double down on it again. Um, It says, as a leader, your job is to equip your people with the right context for decision making. And then it says leadership means clearing the path for a decision when people are taking the ownership of decision making. And so for me, I internalize that two ways that I just think every single company and every single manager really needs to listen up on. Number one, number, number one, you as a leader need to give someone all the context of how you see this inevitable decision playing out. Let me break that down. Everyone has a certain past and a certain level of context. Everyone's done something in their career a certain way. Everyone's seen something executed a certain way, whether they're 25 years in corporate, whether they built a startup at 19, whether they built a startup at 47, whether they have been in great high performing teams, low performing teams, never had the opportunity to do things, uh, whether they've done things as an individual contributor. Everyone has certain context around how uh, a sales strategy should go, a product strategy should go, a program strategy should go. Brain dump all of your context and how you coming from your ego, which is okay. Because, and here's the thing, your ego is needed when you are a high level manager, individual contributor, whatever, right? Because we want to, we, when you hire someone, you want them to bring their context. You don't want to hire someone that's a complete blank slate with no point of view, with no thought, with no perspective. So you want someone to bring their context. So bring your context over here brained up it all out. But then when you delegate it to someone, what I think is right, what what I think is needed is you need to then give them enough to make the decision. And then what it says here that I really agree with is clearing the path for the decision. So clearing the path in the way I'm internalizing it and directly the way that I'm giving tip right now on this podcast, clearing the path means getting completely out of the way, seeing what that decision looked like, And if there's no glaring red flags, allowing that person to galvanize the teams that they need to internally communicate with whoever they need along with that decision and to see if that decision will produce the outcome that we all objectively need for the organization and stepping all the way back. It's one of the hardest things that managers do or don't do rather is clear the path for the decision. Step all the way back. You want to have an organization where and this is. This is a consistent issue with like car companies uh, where you like, will you like pay your um, pay your monthly bill or like phone bills or like any like customer service type phone calls you make to try to like dispute something or try to get clear on something. Maybe there was like a, a company that charged you a bill that they shouldn't have charged, whatever the case is. I'm always scratching my head of why. The decision-making infrastructure is not quick, is not designed faster, is not designed better, is not designed more efficiently. And so what I mean by that is if I'm talking to a low-level account manager on a phone call, when I call to pay my car note, I need that person to be able to tell me right now that they have the power to make the decision based off the context that they already have in their head around which ways, which ways best to go. 
Because if, if their manager, if that organization gave them all the context needed, that they will have enough context to be able to strategically go through option one, two, three, four. They'll be able to, you know, understand certain mental frameworks and different patterns and different things that should or should not happen. They'll be able to have that skill set mentally to process that. Thus, they'll be able to talk to me about those different options. But here's the kicker. They need to also have the decision making infrastructure cleared out, meaning there's no other reason to call or shoot me up to another person. We need to make the decision now. They need to have the ability to make the decision now. And so that boils down again to startups and small businesses and things of that nature. Step back and trust. It's something that I've, I've, I've learned so much from, from Gary Vee and a lot of people look at Gary Vee in a lot of different ways. And I actually try to dissect him more as a leader and an operator. And one thing he often says is he steps all the way back. He's not romantic about how we get somewhere. He wants to see the outcome, right, wrong, or indifferent. The hypothesis played out as fast as possible so he can just react to that data. He's not romantic about what it looks like in a deck, what it looks like in a spreadsheet, what it looks like from a process, what it look, what doesn't matter. If we gave that person enough context to try to make a decision for this organization, and they started talking and interacting with all those that they need to help get that in, that that decision across the finish line. I want to I want to encourage them to get that done as fast as possible, because the faster we do that, the faster we'll know two things. Number one was that decision, the right decision to get us the outcome that we're looking for, because we're running a business here. We need great outcomes. Number two, we'll know if that person has the ability to communicate and galvanize teams and make the right decisions. Which is important because, you know, if you're going to be a manager and an individual contributor within your organization, you need to have a pretty decent track of making really solid decisions. Like, that's probably a good idea. That's in any industry. That's with with any context of anything, right? That's known in the sports world. That's known in corporate world. That's known in startup land. If you're going to make a decision, you need to, like, probably be 60 to 70% right with those decisions or have the ability to be nimble and empathetic and honest and vulnerable to say, no, that wasn't the right decision. I'm going to call it out immediately. I'm not going to wait and kind of like nestle into this ego and try to challenge why that decision wasn't the right decision. So I think what I just did today was gave a little bit of a different point of view or decision making, but I really believe in everything I said the most. You got to clear out. You got to get the fuck out of the way. You got to allow there to be literal processes and infrastructures and understandings where that person can just go they can galvanize the teams that they need. They can internally communicate with who they need. They can put whatever process they think they need to put around that decision. Just let the outcome play itself out. Do not wrap your own ego around how you would have gone about it. Just let them go about it. It's going to create speed. It's going to create trust. It's going to create efficiencies. It's going to teach you two things. Number one, it's going to teach you what's that decision, the right decision. Number two, it's going to teach you, does that person have the ability to communicate and galvanize and get to an outcome? Because you may be very surprised when the way that they do it maybe got to the outcome that you would have got to, but it's a little bit different. Maybe it's not as structured. Maybe it's not as polished. Maybe it's not as calculated. And um, so those are a few thoughts on decision making. I think they're a little bit different than typical. And I hope you guys found it valuable. Thanks a lot.